You're now tuned into the Fully Booked Podcast with Mace, French and Pox. Enjoy the listen. Where to go? Tell me where to go. Chapter 16, You and Me. An idea exists in finance that seems innocent but has done incalculable damage. It's the notion that assets have one rational price in the world where investors have different goals and time horizons. Ask yourself, how much should you pay for Google stock today? So, do you have a strategy if and when buying stocks? If so, what is it? No... No strategy because I I yeah I haven't really I don't really own yeah I don't really own stocks so I don't have a strategy. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Pete? Um, I wouldn't say I have a strategy, but it's funny you say that because obviously on the subject of us um, talking prior and me, I'm going through what would be my goals list if that makes me well that was the title of the of the document. Mm. Um, I was going through a subject titled business, and in in that was trading well trading because we're talking about stocks mm. and um in also in the document was how i'm going to educate myself and stuff like that and it was a case of listening to content and i had like title like for example eyl um and your leisure them as well in your and your leisure i was gonna say and your leisure like they would say anyway so <laughs> today okay bro yeah yeah anyway um today um there's a guy called oh you'll know him <coughs> what the wall street trapper no. Um, anyway, he has a podcast called Valuetainment. Oh, yeah, David. Correct. David, uh, cool. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, so he has a... See, I think is I heard him say something and I didn't know I was listening to his podcast. Mm. So I began listening to the podcast again because I was like, oh, I remember that podcast with the red logo. Mm-hmm. Um, I take a lot from it. And there's very, very small bite-sized um, bits and pieces. Mm. But let me have a listen to that because I remember he said something like a good two, three months ago that I want to hear again. Um, so I began listening to that and... Um, I was listening to his podcast today and he was talking about, well, I think the title of the podcast is um, the biggest, sorry, let me just lower the actual volume so the title can scroll on my thing. Anyway, it says, oh shit, it just disappeared. Um, anyway, it talks about how the biggest crash is upon us and mm. about how we all need to get ready in some way, shape or form. And sometimes it's not a case of everyone who's got, Ah, so you and me, everyone's circumstances are completely different. Mm-hmm. And with that, he was talking about in this case scenario, when the market does pull back due to Ukraine and Russia, yeah. um, COVID, and he mentioned one or two other variables as well. Mm. Um, it's about like adding another O next to your name. You may have only 10 pounds to your name. Mm-hmm. Can you add a hundred or 10,000 to your name? Obviously, any, within reason. Mm-hmm. He said, obviously, 10, wait. He said like a hundred pound, you should be able to get that to a hundred thousand, depending on what you're doing. Mm-hmm. X, Y, Z, if you've got 10,000, a hundred thousand and so on and so forth. And, but to answer your question, I think it's a case of my strategy would be when there's a pullback and probably most commonly would be in a recession. Mm. Um, and I guess with COVID, Russia, um, we're talking about interest rates not too long ago. And I think there's one or two other um, inflation's gone up I guess that also goes hand in hand I think we are on the cusp of what would be like another recession I'm not even too sure if we've had a recession in some way shape or form since COVID all we do know is that there was a lot of struggles in that period of time um, but with that I think there was a talk of there was a lot of 
money pumped into circulation. Mm. And I'm going to say something based on a conversation I've had in my car before. Obviously, driving around. I don't say, anyway, I don't want to say the brand name. Anyway, as to... I don't, anyone, I don't know if anyone remembers the, the situation where... She, I think it was with Mugabe. And I don't know if... I forget the country he's from. Uganda. Not Uga Uganda. I think so. I think so anyway. It was Zimbabwe, sorry. Where they were printing money for fun. <laughs> and you can you can buy like a loaf of... And you have people yeah, buying yeah, loaves yeah, of bread yeah, yeah. for like 10 million and stuff like that. <laughs> so I guess... With that being said, or all that being said anyway, I just want to bring it to a close, is I guess with the information out there as to recessions and hearing the news or gravitating to certain content, we understand that recessions and things of the nature are, are looming or when they are looming. So that's when I tend to um, be a bit more attentive and try to buy stocks and just following trends and things of that nature. How would you... Like, I don't know if either one of you know, but how... Like how can how do you define a recession? Like what is a recession? Because it's a it's a term and a word that gets thrown around. And I personally can't say that I, off the top of my head, if you said what's a recession, what what is it? Do you know, what? I was just about to Google that because we're going. <laughs> it's, it's, I'll be honest. It's what the government tells me it is, boy. When we're in recession, but there 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 is a. It's isn't it when there's two consecutive dips? Correct. In something. It's more like a trend. No, no, so yeah, as you said, two yeah. consecutive. I can't remember. It is, it is. two consecutive dips in like in G, not G. Go on, go on Google. No, so yeah, no, no, no. no he kinda, <laughs> but it's, it's Google. No, no, he he he, he explained it very well. But those dips will be they have to be a quarterly, aren't they? When they check out what's going on, something Correct. like that. Something like that. It's two consecutive dips means we're in a recession. Correct. But I don't know what, what's a dip in. Um, and I think that's in name, but I think I think you generally anyway. There's a feeling obviously when you're recession, but it's, it says. Um, um, in, e in economics, a recession is a business cycle contraction when there is a general decline in economic activity. Recession generally occurs when there is a widespread drop in spending. Yeah, okay. GDP is two consecutive... I'm sure there's a better definition than that. There is, well, yeah. it should be anyway. And this is Wikipedia. Um, <laughs> ah, another one. Um, a recession is a period of decline in economic performance across an entire economic economy. Economic, anyway... Um, that lasts for several months. Yeah, so quarterly, all that type of yeah. stuff. Business, investors, government. Okay. So, mm. it's when there's probably less spending, I'm assuming, in the economy. Something like that. So, us going through yeah. COVID and that, wouldn't have that been considered a recession then? I think it was considered a recession. I think that word was banded out, banded a lot. But I think, sorry, the title of this podcast was in regards to a massive recession taking place or coming because mm. there's been, he said there was... There's a lot of things happening, you know what I mean? Big mm. and bad things happening. There's the war, mm. there's fuel prices going up, inflation, mm -hmm. um, interest rates. And we've come off COVID. A lot of money was pumped into the economy. Where's that money? That money has to come back in some way, shape or form. In fact, that's probably resulted in the, the cost in petrol, inflation, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. The government needs to recoup that money in some way, shape or form. Yeah, that was bound to happen though. Oh yeah, I know. But um, I guess... Um, I guess, oh, for example, with a child, and not be funny, most adults are children anyway. You can tell them something 10 minutes ago and they'll, like, you know, forget or be upset at the consequences, if there are any consequences to that. Mm. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, that's interesting. So what about, do you... So when you buy stocks, I know you buy stocks, do you, do you have a specific... Um, 
I guess, do you look at a stock and say, okay, I'm going to wait to buy this stock when, or do you just be at, that's a stock that I'm, I like and I'm buying it. Is there, do you have a particular way of going about choosing your, your actual stocks that you pick? Yeah, I want to say two things. And maybe this, I don't want to say this is going to be educational for people, but I, yeah, I've bought stocks before, but I don't buy stocks now. And the reason is because at this moment in time, I'm almost looking for an immediate return. And I know it talks about that in the book. And the, I guess every, sorry, everybody's different. My, I'm not looking for, sorry. Um, yeah, I'm looking for an immediate returns. And generally with stocks, depending on, sorry, if you're going to buy loads of stock, and it goes up a little bit, yeah, you might get a decent return. But with the amount of money I'm looking to invest into a stock, I'm not going to get the return I want. And I think my money is probably best served elsewhere. Um, but as to, at this moment in time, I think my strategy in terms of buying stock or in investing in general, I think I want to go with things that I'm generally interested in in some way, shape or form. So I know generally I'm a sportsman. Mm-hmm. You mentioned somewhere in the podcast, become a bit of an eco-warrior. So those type of things <clears throat> interest me in some way, shape or form. And I'm sure I have other interests as well but of course if something lands on my plate as to okay this is a fantastic opportunity is but who's to say that i won't take that opportunity i'll definitely take that opportunity mm. um yeah so i tend to go with like more like my interests but also with the trend as well because i think that's really important i think it's important to study trends because just like graphs and the, the stock market um I was gonna say people have trends actually, but I should have really done that the other way around really. Yeah, so markets have trends. You know, you can tell when things are doing well, things are doing bad, and it's about really just timing things as to what is the best um, entry point. And very similar to, I'm trying to think, there's probably an example as the best time to buy. Oh, I was thinking of you. Um, The best time to go shopping and get something on a buy one, get one free. You know those things are coming. Mm. You know, because I know you speak of those things often. Um, yeah, you know when the, you know there's an, there's an offer coming. So it's about just being patient. I've got this for now. Um, I'm going to bide my time, and um, when it does come an offer, I'm going to buy it. Mm. In fact, I think that's a very, very good analogy, actually. Yeah, no, makes sense. Makes sense. Um, yeah. Anything else? Um, no, nothing. No. Mm-mm. Cool. An iron rule of finance is that money chases returns to the greatest extent that it can. If an asset has momentum, it's been moving consistently up for a period of time. It's not crazy for a group of short-term traders to assume it will keep moving up. Bubbles form when the momentum of short-term returns attracts enough money that the makeup of investors shifts from mostly long-term to mostly short-term. That's yourself. That's on page 169. It's hard to grasp that other investors have different goals than we do because an anchor of psychology is not realising that rational people can see the world through different lens than your own. That's on page 172. Do you get swayed by other by others' excitement about investment strategies? Go on. No, um, so I paused for a moment before you said that's you and I almost missed part of what you said. In fact, I did. But the reason being is because you said something which explained to me what a recession is mm-hmm. it said when people stop spending money and i think you mentioned something as to maybe the increase in spending and that's what's happening like yeah. there's a massive increase in what would be expenses to the point now it's not affordable mm-hmm. in so people can't afford to spend money yeah hence we're beginning to enter what will be a recession and that's i guess true. when people stop spending money bang people can't afford to pay them potentially mortgages etc 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 Sorry, two 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 points. Um, one, so a friend, a friend of my, 
<coughs> a friend of my other halves, they had their house valued recently. And what the person said to them, I can't remember who valued it, whether it was on them, Savills, one of them, but what the person said to them was, this is the price um, we would market your house for, but if you're going to sell it, I would sell it, um, I would sell it, I'll put it up for sale very soon because towards the end of the year, we we predict that there's, there's going to be a bit of recession. Your house will probably be worth a little bit less. So it's a good point you, you raised about bills have gone up and people are have, have, having less to spend. In terms of excitement, I can get lured into the trap. So even my first property I bought, I remember at the time there was a big like, um, properties were going up very, very, very quickly. And I was like, almost in my head, I need to get something, I need to get, need to get something. And I bought something. Um, and thinking back, it was just, no, it wasn't just because I was ready to buy something, but it was, there was very much a, 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 a what you would call a whipping up of the frenzy yeah. um, at that time in the housing market. Um, and even with the whole crypto stuff, the reason I kind of bought was because everyone around you is whipping up this frenzy. Yeah, you know what crypto, you know what crypto, you make money crypto. So like, I can get swayed into certain things, mm-hmm. especially when I don't have full understanding or knowledge or, or I haven't done all my own research. And then I listen to people around me who maybe some of the success stories such or some of the kind of, yeah, it's worth this or I've made this much money or whatever. I'm like, okay, I need to get involved. But not to the point where I'm going to kill myself. If I can't do it, I can't do it. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm. But definitely when there's a kind of a hype about something, um, especially when people close to you are involved in that hype, it kind of lets you, it kind of makes me think, okay, I need to be involved in this in some way. Maybe. Cool. <clears throat> yeah, there was a number of things um, I wanted to say, actually. Um, can I get excited? I'm not too sure about now um, because I think I've got my priorities in order as to, in fact, I don't know if I've got my priorities in order or I've got way too much going on um, to get lured into the excitement about something. Um, but you mentioned crypto and sorry, that's another thing that we're talking about value and things like that as to understanding when is a good time to buy and when is a bad time to buy. And I guess a number of people would have learned that lesson as to when's a good time and when's a bad time because obviously crypto has dropped in value. A lot of people have lost money mm. and things of that nature. Um, but as to answering the question for myself, I've got a very, very small story that I put in my book in regards to um, buying crypto and stuff like that. And in that period where we were like buying crypto, oh, yeah, you see what Dodge did? <laughs> I was like spending my, in fact, this is dumb, but I will explain. But in fact, it takes you back to a time, you know, um, ah, a financially immature decision mm-hmm. as to spending money on crypto rather than paying the rent for my car and stuff like that. Obviously, I knew I'd be working the following day and I'd be able to, pay and stuff like that mm. but these are decisions that i shouldn't have been making um at the time and i don't want to say in fact they didn't work out you know in fact i gained knowledge and experience but didn't work out in the way i would have liked to, to like i would have liked it to work out mm. um at the time because obviously the market stagnated etc etc and then boom obviously two three years later things changed but that's an example of me being carried away by the thoughts and ideas and things people say you know and i um i think we knew enough but didn't know too much in regards to what was a new market or what is a new market because i still think like these are really really early stages i mean it's a great time to to be involved Mm. but it's still an early stage in regards to the development of crypto crypto in particular yes specifically crypto yes yeah 
what so because I know obviously I know you personally obviously so <laughs> it's more I'm just asking for I guess a wider audience what what mm. was there any particular coins that you got involved in or is there any particular projects that you got involved in that was the because I'm sure <laughs> if you've got some kind of knowledge of the stock market and stuff like that crypto then you would have heard of um meme coins yeah and obviously i know you've delved in that that market yeah would you say that was because of the whipping up of a frenzy yeah i would say so but i don't even think meme coins were a massive thing back then i would say um so i know you want to jump in um there were a few coins, but at the very beginning, we were really, obviously the very beginning, we're talking about Bitcoin, Ethereum, Litecoin. And then from there, <coughs> there became Doge. Yeah, Doge, mm. um, which I didn't take a fancy or take an interest in. I know I had loads of Verge. Um, so XRP, mm-hmm. um, that was again really early. Um, but was XRP a, a meme coin? No. So yes, again, so I guess, I guess my point before I start running another direction mm. is that Meme coins weren't really a thing. And I guess if there was a meme coin, it would have been Doge. And then all of a sudden, um, there was our friend um, who bought Doge and became successful or did very well um, with his um, Doge, his meme coin, because I think it's still classified as a meme coin. Mm-hmm. He used to mention, oh, there's a, a wolf coin. Like, I'm not saying, but like, you know, all these things. And at the point, it was like, bro, like, chill out. You know what I mean? A lot of us either have money in the market and are not getting our money back or have lost money. Mm-hmm. So the interest kind of died down. Um, but did I make it? For honest, I didn't really make no money from 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 crypto. It was a case of I invested money. I got a better understanding, mm. um, and I understand the importance of that technology going forward. I mean, what? we spoke about it. Sorry, go on. What was the one on the side of the bus? You were saying, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, what was that one? You that flo- Floki. Floki. Yeah, that's, it. that's the one. But yeah, again, was true. But um, Floki to the moon. <laughs> yeah, to the moon. So like, um, yeah. So a lot of people. Yeah. I, Yes, no, I didn't make money of that either. All right, it's just probably gonna be a lot of those stories. But I mean, <laughs> but those things were in the green, you know, of literally just throwing little change in it. Mm. Um, and yeah, yeah, just didn't really take my money out. There wasn't, I didn't feel there was a need to take my money out of time. Mm. Um, yeah, I probably could add to that, but that is the the nuts and bolts of it. Um, but I don't have any regrets. Yeah, I actually don't have any regrets. There's a lot of things from that point of view. I know we spoke about regrets and going back to right wrongs just before we started the podcast. Mm-hmm. But in regards to crypto specifically, yeah, specifically, I don't think I have any regrets. I just have maybe little funny stories or lessons that actually I wouldn't do that again. But what is it? What, and this is to both of you. What is it that... See, when other people around you get excited about... Mm. Um, whether it's a different coin or a node or any anything within that that sector, what compels you to, I guess, get involved? I I I, I so I got involved to early doors, two thousand and eighteen or seventeen, not early doors, but back way back, and with all the stuff that's going on now with the nodes and you can loan out a coin or whatever you can do. I don't know what it's, the terminology is. I haven't. Yeah, I haven't even jumped. Um, it's got to the point. Actually, I don't understand this fucking shit at all. Like, let's be honest. I don't understand anything about it. I don't know what it means. 
the ch- blockchain chain it's going to do this speed up payments I haven't done any research I'm not buying anything else mm-hmm. I'll be honest man can tell me they're buying all these things satellite dishes on roofs and all that I'm, 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 not, I'm not getting involved if it works for you well done man have your income stream but if I if I don't understand it I'm not I'm not putting any more money into it for now anyway mm. so that hasn't it doesn't really get me um it doesn't it doesn't it, it hasn't led me down okay these two three four people are doing this mm-hmm. i must do it no it hasn't led me down that path at all back then i was like people seem to be making a lot of money and and doing it do you know what let me just fl- it's almost like gambling on a horse or playing the lottery let me just throw <laughs> some money on there and see what it does that's it yeah <clears throat> sorry i um i don't know if i've answered the question from what i actually forgot the question that that doesn't matter anyway at this moment in time um, <clears throat> what I was going to say is interesting because obviously we were sharing, we were having a conversation, um, I think it was on Saturday in a group and, um, it compelled me to buy the book, the hundred year, uh, hundred year life. Um, yeah, the hundred year life, forget who it's by, um, by listening to a good quarter of the book. Cause I think it's about a good 10 hour listen. So I've been listening, listening to it whilst I drive. And <coughs> I think, I think it's really important actually that people take heed of this, not necessarily what I'm going to say, but like just in general, mm. like, oh, we spoke about this yesterday. Yeah. yeah. So, sorry. Yeah, that ray is beginning to, well, well, anyway. Cut you the system. Yeah. So, I think if people, not if they have their eyes open, but if you're going about your daily lives, for example, and you're going in supermarkets, you'll see um, there are people of an older age, an older generation who probably should be retired at this point. <laughs> Who's to say that they should be retired? Um, but probably should be retired and probably at home, you know, given they are they are at the age of retirement. But they're having to work due to the fact that they don't have enough money in their pension pot. And it led me to actually do a tiny bit of research and someone could um, correct me if I'm wrong, that the average pension pot is 50 grand. Now, 50 grand is no money. And that's not even to say that I've got 50 grand in my bank account, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But 50 grand is no money. I'll be honest. And of course, we can all deal do with a mill. But a million is really no money in today's market, you know, in regards to buying a house and then wanting to do other bits here and there. And it's mad because I don't even want to go on a detour as to um, what I want to say in regards to the book, because I was asking you the question, which I've asked to other friends, and I'll do so going forward, is what will you do with a million pounds? And the conversation didn't really last long. I mean, I'll happily divulge what I said anyway. And you can say, so I said, I'd probably spend, I think it was about three, four, about three, four hundred thousand, I think it was on property, mm. as in one for myself and potentially invest. I'd probably spend, I think it was, like I said, 150 on actual investments in terms of stock and things of that nature. Straight away, you're at um, um, f- 550. Um, I said I'd probably spend mm. 250 in regards to personal interest in regards to Ghana. Now we're at um, this thing, there's 200 left, 550, um, six, eight, there's two, two left. I said I'd probably keep 100 to myself in terms of just staying there. And I'd, I'd want to be, not friendly, but there's family and friends I could assist in some way, shape, or form. But if I'm honest, 100 grand's going nowhere in regards to being able to assist family and friends. <coughs> and guess what? There's some family and friends who can probably deal with, do with a grand, let alone uh, 100 grand. And that grand itself is going nowhere in today's market. Mm-hmm. But, so and that's just, to, anyway, that just, well, forget that. I was going to say that just goes to show that a million goes nowhere mm-hmm. in, in today's market um, as to yesteryear. But as to... The book itself, it talks about like people need to start planning and preparing very, very soon because we're going to live longer. Now, like my dad's 80 
In fact, I'm not going to be morbid, but like my dad's old. Yeah, my dad's 80. And do I see him living much longer? Unfortunately, no, due to illnesses, ailments and all that. My dad's got cancer, diabetes, high blood pressure, poor mobility, you name it. He's kind of got it. You know what I mean? So in regards to life expectancy, again, not to sound negative, you wouldn't say he's got another 10 years left. Whereas our generation, um, and it talks about in the book, like those who were born in the 50s will live to, I think he said 80, those in the you know 90, da, 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 so on and so forth. We are probably expected to go to that 100-year mark. And I don't know the, 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 the retirement age, but I imagine it's that 70-ish age, which means we've got 30 years left. And as I mentioned before, there's those who haven't... So the average pension pot is 50 grand. 50 grand is going nowhere for 30 years. Absolutely nowhere. And with inflation and things at this moment in time, like on the subject of this book, the psychology of money or understanding money, it becomes a bit more important. Like... We may not want to understand money or may not be interested in like having a, a couple of properties or things of that nature or even crypto and stuff like that. But I think we need to kind of like um, understand its level of importance. And that goes for me and for anyone else because I didn't really want to have a, a massive, massive interest in a number of things. But I just feel there's a, a level of importance to do so because even we were talking about on the way up and I won't go too deep into the conversation, but we're talking about certain industries as to certain generations being not left behind but things are different now mm. you know mm. things are different now in in certain industries mm. you know like once upon a time you're a market you're a market leader or you're a pioneer mm. and there wasn't much way by way of um financials you wasn't rewarded financially and it was probably more of a hobby for you whereas now for the next generation they're making a lot of money from it mm. and the same will go in regards to crypto property and anything else. I mean, you name a subject, an industry, a topic, and I'm sure the same will go for that. So the things we're experiencing now in regards to, to crypto, best believe there's going to be someone down the line who's going to pick up the baton and run. In fact, sorry, we are the we are the people who are supposed to be picking up this baton and running because right now crypto is at a point where it's at a low, you know, and in speaking to some friends who are making a lot of money from crypto, it's not really going to get any lower than it is like right now. And it's going to be some form of a boom in some in the near distant future. But that's in regards to crypto. Speaking of crypto, well, not to say speaking of crypto, because we've mentioned it a couple of times. Um, and this is not even a question that I had written down. It's just more off the back of what you're saying. Will you be investing in crypto again? Whilst, because we're currently, as the, the economic term, the bear market, we're currently in the bear market. So do you self, do you find... <coughs> Will you find yourself buying um, crypto within the near future before the, the the dip goes back up, so to speak? And I'm glad you, you asked that question because this is the subject of you and me. Now, for all my oh, crypto, crypto, crypto over the part and my big spill over the past, say, two, three minutes, which might have been longer, I'm not too sure. I'm not buying nothing anytime soon because <laughs> I'm not in a position to be buying nothing. Mm. You know, I've got priorities and other things that I need to be to, I need to be, um, I need to tend to. Mm -hmm. And I guess that's the maturity myself. So whereas before, a couple of minutes before I was talking about, oh, I was spending money on crypto when I should have been paying the rent for my car. Mm -hmm. Them days are gone. Mm. As in there's been maturity. In fact, that's, in some cases, some people might be listening, go, that's stupid. And it is stupid. But what I'm saying is these are lessons that I've learned. Don't be running around and getting excited by the hype that people are spilling to you in some way, shape or form. And I don't think friends were doing so intentionally to hurt me. I should have known better 
and maybe if I had someone around me or I'd known better previously or yesteryears to um, financial literacy and things of that nature, I wouldn't have made no mistakes. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm in a better place now where I know better. So yeah, the answer is no, I won't be buying crypto anytime soon. But if my financial situation does change, then yeah. But I best believe, as I mentioned before, in regards to listening to David, what's his name? And hopefully I'll find his name very, very shortly. Um, I like to keep my ear like, I don't want to say, yeah, I like to keep my ear to the ground as to knowing what's going on. And my, my thing at this moment in time, like in regards to our groups, whether it's reading, financial and stuff like that, I want to make sure I'm in the know and I'm remaining knowledgeable, whether it's in football, um, business, um, reading, all those things. So, and I'm not one of those individuals who's tried to intentionally juggles, juggle all plates. I just, well, these things are a part of me. These are things that I want to know. I don't want to know everything, but these are things that I want to know. And I just think there's a great, a great importance. In, in fact, if I just name them, so like business, I think it's important to know money and mm -hmm. um, reading. I think you're silly if you don't read. I mean, not everybody reads, mm -hmm. but I think it's important to take some form of information on board in some way, shape or form. And sport is the industry I which I work in. I think it's important to want to enhance your, your skill sets. Um, yeah, so I, I see value in doing so. Yeah, no, it makes sense. Definitely makes sense. Everything, every point that you made in regards to, yeah, reading, um, definitely, definitely helps. But also listening to podcasts and having conversations because I don't think everyone's a reader. No. So there's other ways to consume information besides reading, which could be, it could be podcasts, could be uh, conversations. But again, I don't know if a lot of people are privy to such conversations where you can discuss whether it's finance or finance strategies like we're lucky enough to have circles where we can meet up once a week or once a month whatever it may be and discuss different things and gain different knowledge that we may personally not have but one of our peers may have so yeah no great points go on. The, guy, the guy's name is patrick bet david that's it <clears throat> what's crazy is i would i would actually buy more crypto if it really if it drop I've got a, a kind of price in my head that if Bitcoin drops down to I'm investing in that shit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, it makes sense. Is there any others like Ethereum or? No, I'm just. just, I, just want the, I just want the big the big boy. Okay, fair enough. And that's a um. So that's um a strategy. Yeah, but again, it's an individual strategy for for Mace for yourself for me for me personally. Um, I, I haven't. I haven't been, I buy reoccurring stocks just mm. because um, I've just got it set up where money just goes into the the app that I've got and it just takes out money each month and it just redistributes it throughout the chosen stocks that I've got. Mm. But in regards to the crypto, I'm not too... Bro, there's so much, there's so much to learn with it, and it's always constantly changing. I can't, I don't. For me personally, I don't think I could keep up at the moment. So there's only so much I can do with the crypto. Don't get me wrong, I understand there's a bear market, and I'm still trying to understand. Like I kind of get the gist of what a bear market is and a bull market is. I know the difference, but at the moment, in regards to my actual strategies per se. I do a bit of research in terms of I'll see I have a look at the charts and see what it was, what the, what the cost of those particular stocks were, or the particular price of a crypto coin is, how it was before and what it is now, 
and if I feel that it's got the potential to go back up, which most of them do, then I'll invest. But personally, I haven't, I haven't done any research or anything like that recently. So that is something that I will be getting onto, especially through the conversations that we've had recently. So I am aware that now is a is it's a buyer's time, market. Yeah. yeah, it's a buyer's market. So I'll, I will be looking into that before I miss the boat, so to speak. Tell me where you love from.